Oh, Daisy, do that again. <laughs> Alexa, shut the fuck up. She shut up. She took it. <laughs> she took it. You know, because Siri ain't going to take that. Siri's going to be like, wait, wait, now, now. <laughs> wait, wait, now, what now. What did you mean? What did you mean? Alexa. Siri, shut the hell up. My Siri's a little old. Oh, oh she Wait. didn't even respond. They don't even respond no more when you curse at them. They used to. Siri. Siri. Siri don't even Siri. You. What the fuck are you doing right now? There's no need for that. <laughs> Siri. Shut the hell up. <laughs> She said, yeah. Siri be Siri is spicy. Wait, hold on. She's spicy. Siri, shut the fuck up. Oh, ooh. It just hold on. Siri, shut the hell up. She don't even process it, huh? I don't see anything connected. <laughs> That was a little smart ass remark. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. <clears throat> you guys ready? Let's, uh. Debbie, you ready to record? Mm-hmm. All right. What song should I open with? Mm. Um, mm. I don't know. I like that song you were just playing. <coughs> this one? My mind telling me yes, but my body. Oh, the guy song. My body's telling me no. Yeah, this is good. Sunday, March 25th, 2018. I am here with my lovely sister, Debbie Deb. Debbie Deb in the building. Gotta clear my throat for my brother, Darren Darren. (laughs) Yay, yay. And your lovely other host, Jay-Z-O. It's me on the microphone. It's checking out the microphone. Because we checking, checking, checking out the microphone. Check in, check in, check in at the microphone. We clear, <sighs> we clear. Okay, we clear well, here. all right, everybody. So, <laughs> we got some new music for you all. We got some pop um, information. We got some information about real estate. What are we going to talk about today, y'all? It's a lot of good uh, good things to talk about. Let's talk about Tory Lanez. Yeah, you can hear me, right? Right, I can hear right, you, Daddy. Right, right. I can hear you loud and clear. Loud and clear. So, what about Tory Lanez? Tory Lanez. He just, well, he dropped the album like, I don't want to, recently. I oh, say recently? Maybe earlier this month or late last month. It's called Memories. 
Memories to die. Oh, okay. Memories Is don't it, die. I'm sorry. Memories don't die. Sorry, y'all. Dang, I always be messing up stuff. Listen Memories here. don't die. This is my favorite song. B.I.D. Nice. What do you guys think? I like it. I think it bangs. You know he was supposed to be at a concert this week that got canceled. What happened? I don't know. They didn't explain it. They just said, your concert has been canceled. Here's your money back. And I was like, well, give me my money back. Yeah, at least you got your money back. Yeah, but they just up and canceled the concert. So, uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I think this song goes into just a typical mold of uh, what right. uh, it's, just, it's just a regular routine banger. Yeah, you know, nothing uh, too over the top, nothing you know. Yeah. You can it's play this cool, on the radio. It's cool, yeah, it's a cool hit. Yeah, club banger. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Cool, but uh, it's just great. I like. I don't this. really um, listen to. I'm sorry. I'm really loud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really listen to uh, Tory Lanez like that, but. This first album that like i downloaded from him and um he's he's a pretty good artist um i've heard well the songs that i have heard from him they are pretty good yeah i think he's decent he's he's a producer too he produces too i believe cool any other new music out there yeah um we got this new chick called um rye and this track is called blood Blood. Switch it all the way up. Real mellow. What kind of music is this here? What do you classify this as? They call it electronic. 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 Bring yourself to me. Something that you probably like would hear at a Starbucks or like right. you could you imagine like being at a museum listening to this exactly yeah an art gallery right mm-hmm. nice. I love it. I'm joking over here, you guys. Are you okay? You okay? I'm okay. I had this. I had this jalapeno, jalapeno pizza. I don't know why you tried it. Hell. You guys, I had this jalapeno pizza hut pizza. That's what we were just eating, and um, got to you, didn't it? Choking on the jalapeno. I'm still choking on it, clearly. And now my body is hot. My body is super hot. I haven't taken my jacket off. So this is uh, this is Christopher and Six. From Blood Orange. You never heard of Blood Orange? No. Yo, he's this electronic artist, Black Cat. But uh, I could play some of his other stuff. This is a uh, EVP. From Freetown Sound. This is real futuristic. Then I can play you some stuff from uh, from in 2013. This is a track called "You're Not Good Enough" from Blood Orange. Hmm. You're not good enough. You no, know, it's all it's alternative. You know why I listen to it? Because he's black. <laughs> hey. Yeah. This is the kind of song that what makes me play my air guitar. <laughs> I love it. Alright, so that was Blood Orange. This is a Little Dicky featuring Chris Brown. I heard there was a pretty cool music video to oh, this. Oh, yeah, Devin, the music video. The like, music video, okay, so the song is called Freaky Friday. Oh. You guys know that the actual only Freaky Friday with um, 
Uh, what is her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, that yes. wasn't the original. That was that the remake. That wasn't the original. That was yeah. the remake. But that's the one that I saw. And um, they switch each other. They go to a Japanese restaurant and then, you know, they hear them talking about, like, how whack their lives are or whatever. So they, um, the uh, owner of the restaurant, he, you know, does his little magic or whatever. And they, <laughs> they freaking wake up. Each other. So Chris Brown wakes up as Lil Dicky and Lil Dicky wakes up as oh, Chris Brown cute. and he's just like going crazy like damn like that what that verse he's saying like I wonder if I can say the N word like what up my nigga what's up my like you know it's crazy. It's funny. So now I'm, I've never I'll be honest, I've never heard who Lil Dicky was before this video came out because I saw it on some other blog. I've never heard of Lil Dicky. Me you, was he? What about he's some white guy. You don't you haven't heard that song, um um, the money. Um, the money. No, not the money. Oh my gosh, I'm going blank. I can't think of the song. Uh, <laughs> what is this song? Oh my gosh. I don't know who this nigga is. I'm sorry, this wigger is. Wigger. <laughs> Who, who is this? He's a, he's a dope rapper. Like he raps about funny shit. Okay. Interesting. I'm I'm about to find this song. Friday. This is cute. I can see little girls loving this song. Save that money. We gon' save that money. We gon' save that money. Oh, it's Fetty Wap and Fetty Rich Wap. Homie Kwan. Oh, okay. okay, here it is, right here. Yeah, Save that money. That's that's when I first heard of him, and that came back. That came out in 2015. Oh, so he's been out oh like, okay, this is him. You probably thought he was somebody black. I thought he was a black dude. Mm. Right, I he's did. not a black dude. Oh man, it's just like when you walk into that chicken joint and then you find out that it's really owned by a white guy. Yes. The chicken joint are like an Asian man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of fried chicken places are owned by Asian people. Yes, they are. Some, oh my gosh, y'all. But they know how to fry yeah. some chicken. They know how to fry some chicken. I'm serious. They do. I've been to a couple of spots. It's just awesome. like I, we were talking about Taos somewhere, and you know, Taos is owned by some Chinese people. Yeah. Over there, right up there on Florence? Um, That Louisiana is on a laundering. Um, Oh no no no! It, it, well, they're they're like southeastern Asian. He's like um, I forget exactly where he, where he's from, but he's he's southeast Asian. Um, but they, he owns the whole chain. He he bought he bought the whole chain of Louisiana fried chicken from from the original owner, the the founder. So he bought the whole chain. So he owns all of them. Oh my goodness. You know, yeah, wow. and, and he actually started with the one on ninety second and Central. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, remember, remember the one that we that we grew up going to. That's right down the street. Yeah, I mean, I never went there. We drove past it. Oh yeah, I never went there. Ugh, that stuff greasy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went, I went to the one by our house before. You know, yeah. th- they kind of fixed it up, but right. uh, um, you know, the one on ninety second and Central, he sold it and then he bought it back. You know. Wow. But That's yeah. dope. Okay, there we go for new music, y'all. Check out all the latest hits on the yeah, radio. Yeah, this is called Save That. On Apple Music. Great. Our cousin came out. Bridget Marie came out with a new book. This no, it's not out yet. Oh, she's coming out with a new book. It's going to be gonna published. Drop on her birthday, it's going to drop on her birthday in April. What is it called, yes, Devin? Yes, it is called I'm God's Masterpiece. 31 Days of Affirmation. It's for... It's particularly for women. It's, you know, a, a book of encouragement because we all need to, we, you know, we all need encouragement. Absolutely. Yeah, we do. And this is her second book. Great. She came yes. out with the first. Um, that we talked about. Yeah, in 2016. Mm-hmm. She came out in God's presence. Mm-hmm. And that was um, a whole year. Devotional. Of, yeah, it was a devotional for it was a six, 365 day devotional. Um, you know, she gets scriptures and an encouraging word to start your day. So, um, very proud of her. 
Yeah. She's doing her thing. Go, Bridget. All pregnant and all. Go ahead, yes. guys. Yes. She's having a baby. At how how was her baby shower? The book. Her baby shower was very nice. Her baby shower very, was nice. I had a good time. Very nice. That was cool. Good time. Yeah, Darren, you took some great baby shower photos for them. Darren is a photographer, everybody, just in case you want some photos. On the the Um, side. Contact Darren Darren Oliver at Darren.Oliver at gmail.com. It's uh, (laughs) Darren.Oliver91 at at gmail.com. Darren.Oliver91 at gmail.com. And if you were Facebook friends with me, you probably already stole all of my data anyway. But we'll get into that a little later. (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk about the Facebook crisis. That's... Kind of up right now, so yeah, good but job for Bridget. yeah, good job for Bridget, our yes. cousin uh, over there, being uh, you know being the multi talented entrepreneur. We gotta get her is. to come on. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. So after she has the baby and gets course. settled, and that's gonna be in a few, it's gonna drop quite April a few months. 9th. That's I'm sure great. It's gonna be available on Amazon. Right. And, uh, what is it? Kindle, What's Amazon, eBay, Kindle, Kindle, yeah. Kindle, okay, and cool. all those electronic e-digital platforms. Yes. Great. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to switch into some pop culture news. Um, so did you guys, I, I noticed that um, I, I don't have Showtime, so I don't have The Shy. The Shy. But right. I know that it, The Shy is a great, I saw the pilot, it's amazing. And it's written by Lena Waithe. Yes, it is. She's, um, she was one of the co-stars on Master of None. She, yep. she had won the Emmy Award for writing. One of the best episodes of the last season of Master of None, which is the Let Thanksgiving uh, uh, episode. And uh, so she's a co- co-creator or um, co-writer at, uh, for The Shy. Right. And she's on the cover of Vanity she's Fair. She's on the cover yes. of Vanity Fair representing, girl, representing black the girl magic. black queer community or the people of color queer community. Yes. I think it's the first time I've ever... Well, okay. Seen a black woman. I've on seen that? a black woman, a yeah. queer, a, an LGBTQI yeah. black woman of color on the cover of. Okay. Well, how many LGBTQI black women are there that are like really prominent? Very that, true. That we know, you know, are LGBTQIA. That's as out as Lena. So I think. I mean, I think it's a great thing that she has put out. And she, well, that she is on the cover of Vanity Fair, and that it's, um, I believe it's a new editor of the magazine, also. Oh, wow. So she collaborated with this new editor, and they both came in. This is the first release. So Lena is kind of like. Oh, so this is the first <clears throat> issue with this new editor. Uh huh. It's the first oh, issue no. with the new editor. Oh, oh, her name is uh, Radika Jones. Yes. Is she yeah. African American too? Uh, Her name sounds African. Oh no, she's she's um, assumption. So um, Radika Jones, she's like um, I I I, I'm not gonna guesstimate, but I'm looking at her and she looks Middle Eastern. Yeah, she looks Middle Eastern. Okay, she looks of like brown. Well, can you count? Do you count Middle Eastern as brown? I do. I would. I mean, mm, I mean, not really. I I mean, in terms of skin tone, but skin tone, mm, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I wouldn't call it brown. Okay. Okay, um, we're not going to call them wrong. But yeah, so this new editor released it, and I'm just very proud of Lena. I think she's doing some great things and starting some know, amazing so conversations and dialogue about what it means to represent for the queer community and to represent for the black community and to be an amazing writer. So much love to her and the Vanity much Fair love. community. I got to get the, the magazine and the, read the article. So. Yeah, for sure. Also, too, have you all seen um, a lot of the news coverage on the March for Lives? All these marches happening across the U.S. Yeah. and D.C. You know, I there saw was one in Los Angeles. Yeah, there was one in Sacramento. Yeah, and yeah. So it was some all over. I mean, I think it, it, will, it was. They said that in certain cities, it was bigger than the Women's March wow. in January of uh, twenty-seven. Uh, ooh. January of 2017. That doesn't seem like that was a long time ago, but it was. It was. It was a 20, year. 2017 was just one of them years that was just flew like by. it flew by. Yeah. I don't even know. Like even even me trying to recollect it because I'm trying to think like, oh yeah, it was just 2016. No, it is 2018 <laughs> right now, and I constantly feel feel like that. Right. Like it flew 2017. By. I mean, I feel 2017, but I don't feel 2017 if you know what I mean because I, really I don't. don't remember. I don't do as they say when you can recollect. You see, when you can recollect, then that's when you begin to 
reassessing, you know, <laughs> it, it, it comes when after you pick your harvest and you go around and yes. you, you go and yes. get with your basket and you pick up your harvest and you yes. put it in your basket. <laughs> when you recollect. I don't know what you're saying right now. Yeah, you said you don't know what I'm saying. No. I don't either. I it just heard put it, it in your basket. <laughs> I don't know where the conversation just went, but um, <laughs> bring it back. Uh, or maybe I'm not hit. Maybe I didn't. And why did he cut the pulling. mic? We didn't tell him to cut the mic. Right, I did we not say the music. <laughs> we didn't say cut the music. <laughs> you fucking cut it when I say cut the music. <laughs> we didn't say cut the music. <laughs> he just cut it for us. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. Sorry about that, Darren, but... Um, Tangents. Okay, yeah, this March for Lives. Um, <laughs> March for Lives. Yeah, and so... It's amazing. I'm it's so happy that they are doing something right now. Like, this is the time to speak up, even though, like, in past, in the past, there have been multiple situations of school shootings mm-hmm. and multiple students lost their lives. Right. And still nothing has been done about it. No security, no, you know, better security. Um, and... It's just sad. It's well, really I mean, sad. it brings to question like all of these black men and women have been shot down and murdered by police, by police brutality. But yes. people are marching for the mass murder mm-hmm. of students in schools, but not for the black lives that have also been lost. Right. And so, I mean, the, the hashtag is um, well, never again, but is it all? Well, that's the a, thing. That's the thing. I mean, white women and white kids, they, they go first, right? Yes. Mm. They're up front. Mm. White women and white kids? Yes, I agree. Black kids, no matter what, no, no matter what age or creed or color or flavor, as long as you're tainted with being black, they don't give a damn about, you know, they're not, they're going to give less of a damn. Put it that way. Yeah, I'm not going right. to say they don't give a damn. But they it's give, not that important they, to them. They give less of a damn. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not afraid to say it because we know it's the damn truth. Yeah. They yeah. give less of a damn. They do. Yeah. Be- because literally not too far from where the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas school was, you had another school where the kids, they got to go home. And the thing is, is that, that that's what they don't include. Right. They don't. If you're going to talk about, about let's let's march after. for lives and we're talking about the, our young people's lives mm-hmm. and these kids are up here. I, I mean, I got to give it to them. Go ahead. Go activists. Yeah. You know, over here spearheading the Use issue about right. about gun, about guns. But my our, my issue and I wonder if our issue is with. How the media is interpreting all this information totally. and presenting totally. this information. Yes. Because they, they get this bald-headed girl. God bless her. She got a good voice on her. Mm-hmm. Right. But they get her up, and now, you know, they have them up, you know, and they on Time Magazine. Now these are the kids of the year, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm trying to figure out what about these other kids who are so brave and that they have to walk home. In war zones, and I'm right. not going to say that they're war zones, but they they, they have are, to be. They have to watch their back. Exactly. It's a, a degree of paranoia in which we accept and expect, and is even taught in order taught generationally. I'll never forget one of the lessons that my that 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 daddy and uncle Brad taught me was that every three steps I should take, I need to look behind me. Yeah. that's what they told me. Mm-hmm. Every three steps you take. Don't let it be a four step before you look behind you. Mm-hmm. Or at least you look to the side of you. You know your periphery. Right. Right. He did, Daddy has always taught us to be aware of our surroundings. Right. Always. Right. He always has taught us that. But, I mean, in, in thinking about that, right? Baby. What about. You know, so. Oh, that's probably not the right song. It's <laughs> not the right song, Darren. Uh, oh, we're going to switch the movie. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my Darren, goodness. Darren. My bad. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens when you try to do two things at once. Okay, so wait. When were we. 
Yeah, point. Darren was Darren had a point, but then he got distracted. Right. But. Well, my my point was that we don't give enough credit to any of those kids who have to walk home, who have to be in schools, and who are yes. in more dangerous environments than just having a rogue right. student with right. mental health issues exactly. come on a on a on a on a sunny day to wreak havoc. Some of these kids have to deal with that stuff every, every single day. day. Mm-hmm. That they have to have to walk. But they not shooting up schools and shit. No, I'm just. Saying. I mean, well, and it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't negate the issue of gun violence and the fact that you know or these the fact children that just, are getting yeah. access. Or the to fact guns. that it was yes. just multiple people shot in that one day doesn't mean that in a month span that they don't have that just as many people right. who are perishing within their own community. Right, right, and it leads to question how the media portrays yes. these whites. I would say terrorists um, who go about causing mass murders mm-hmm. compared to the black victims and the other victims of these white people. Like the media, I was looking at a video today on the Huffington Post about how the media portrays black victims in mm-hmm. such a negative way. Mm-hmm. They always mention, they either mention guns or mm-hmm. they mention drugs. Are they mentioned um, like domestic you know, violence, violent, domestic or... violence, you know, uh, violent music mm-hmm. or something related gang to them, violence. Like gang violence, yeah. something that's negative. But then with the white perpetrators are the, the white the people committing ill. They're mentally ill. They're oh, shy. This troubled they're just, youth. They're, tr- they're troubled. You know, they were picked on when they were younger. And it's just like, no. we're, we're, they want us to sympathize and empathize with these white murderers who are actually terrorists. But why can't you do that for But they don't the want us to sympathize with the right. with the black victims. No, because it, it doesn't it doesn't fit the mold. And that's right. what the media is just trying to give you. They're just trying to uh, trying to play upon our own biases that exist within the w- 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 within w- within demented folklore. Yeah. That's it's all true. it is. It's just folklore. I was singing about this when I was driving home today, right? Like, it took until 1954, until Plessy versus Ferguson, for mm-hmm. them to rule, the Supreme Court to rule that separate really isn't equal. equal. Right. But for all, for all over, for about almost 60 years, they had instituted, they had li- that legally, that it was okay for you to have separate facilities mm-hmm. as long as they were equal. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if they gave you a beat up old a beat up water fountain and and they got a nice water fountain well they justified it by saying well as long as you got water right you got a toilet don't matter if it's dirty or if it's raggedy never clean or if it's never clean back it's up. a toilet it's a toilet we, we got we got we got the black domestic worker cleaning the white uh toilet every single day but don't even have them go in the black restroom and clean up what are you doing over there, Agnes? Get your ass out of there and go back in that right. white stall and clean that porcelain for You're me. You're not allowed in the black in the nigger stall. What no are you doing cleaning. taking a break? <laughs> no no cleaning. What are, you, what are you doing? I don't care if you are in there, that bathroom up in there trying to clean and trying to use the bathroom. You get your ass out of there. You guys, yes. it's just that really, really, I'm like ready to move out of the U.S. I'm like, where can I move? Because it's to me like a, we talk about depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. people taking these pills, I understand why you know, I trying feel. to deal Adderall and stay up and be competitive and all those things, which we're going to talk about some Netflix shows. It's a show that I just watched called Take Your Pills. It's actually a documentary. It's really good. Mm-hmm. But, um. You know, we have we're medicated as a society because we're oh, dealing yes. with all of these Absolutely. internal um, racist uh, dilemmas mm-hmm. or at least racial experiences mm-hmm. that we have to internalize and like process and still be able to have our sanity. It doesn't yeah. really. And, 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 yeah. and what I feel like is that uh, you know February was a pretty rough month for me. Mm. And then looking at everyone else's comments on Facebook and on social media and people liking all these memes and stuff, it looks like it was a rough month for a lot of people right. around. A lot of people, you know, feeling a little down and feeling a little out. Mm-hmm. Well, they say Mercury is in retrograde. What the hell does that mean? It means that for a lot of the um, zodiac signs and, well, not a lot of them, probably about three or four, um, that it's going to be a time of turmoil and confusion and communication and um, 
a whole host of other things that are going to go negative or awry. What, right wow. now? Yes, it's happening right now. What the, what the hell does Mercury, Mercury is in, and retrograde have to do with any of that right. shit? I, I thought we were talking about the cosmos. What Mercury Apparent, got to do with this? Apparently, it's pretty accurate for the signs that it's supposed to affect. So, just kind of be on the lookout, you guys. Uh, so, what, if you're who? If you're who? Who has to be on the if, lookout? Aquarius? I believe, right. I believe it's Gemini, Aries, and... Maybe Capricorns. I'm neither one of those. <laughs> I'm a Taurus. Okay. Okay, Devin is. I am not affected. But if you have somebody in your life who is those things, just be wary. Okay. Whoa. Be wary. <laughs> All right, for you guys who follow the cosmos and <laughs> the horoscopes. Yeah, I don't know how we got on that topic, but um, just kind of going back to uh, the March for Lives, Stephen um, Stefan Clark. How do you pronounce his name? Stephen Clark. Yeah, Stephon Clark. Stephon Clark got yeah. sh- um, shot and killed twenty in times in his own backyard of his grandmother's house. In Sacramento. This is what I don't understand. And he was only Why? holding a cell phone. Why were they still shooting? Like, he All was right. down already. Mm-hmm. And why, like... There's uh, video, apparently, as well. Right. So here's the play-by-play how this it goes down. So in the video, Clark is seen running, and the two officers round the corner of the house to find him under a covered patio. Show me your hands! Gun! An officer shouts and ducks behind the wall in a fraction of a second. Clark steps towards the officers behind the wall. One of the officers issues another command. Show me your hands. And then, gun, gun. Both officers open fire. Sparks fly from the bullets, light up the helicopter's infrared camera, and sharp white pops. The sequence from the first glimpse of Clark on the patio to the first gunshot unfolded in about six seconds. The officers are never heard identifying themselves as police before fatally shooting Clark. He was at the wrong place at the wrong time in his own backyard, his grandmother, Sequita Thompson, told the Sacramento Bee. Come on now. They didn't have to do that, she said. Now, now get this, though. They said that prior to that, that um, it was reports saying that somebody was going up and down the street breaking into people's cars now mm-hmm. if people is if, if it's somebody breaking into somebody's car why would y'all go in like why are y'all in the backyard why are y'all in the backyard he wasn't running like in the yeah, on, really on the video suspicious. it shows that he's just like in the patio area like it Maybe smoking a cigarette or something. Wow. On his phone. Mm-hmm. Minding his own business. I, I That's the part that I don't get. Like, how is your search not in the front of the house? He was targeted. On the, on the residential street. Why are y'all in the back? Like, I just it don't doesn't get make, that. Those officers it don't make no sense. And should then definitely for them go to jail. to say, gun, gun, gun. And then it shoot. Was like, dark. And keep and, shooting. Right. Like, are was, you serious? How can you possibly see that, that it was a gun? gun but, in the but, dark? You see this object. But, but, it, but if he's up there shooting, I mean, if he's, what, breaking into cars, right? Yeah. Why would you need deadly force for somebody who's breaking into cars? That's, who, that's who, all who, I'm saying. Who uses a gun? Oh, what? What do you think? He had an AK-47. You thought he had a shotgun or rifle? Of course, they said he had a butter knife. Their their lives. They were afraid for their lives, so that's why they. From what? And that's always their reason. That is always their reason. Look, if if you if you are if you are afraid to handle. A call like that, you don't need to need be wearing to be, a badge. You don't need to be wearing a badge. You need to be working at really, the station, making copies. They need to or, really or, tell these officers, like, it needs to be, like, some type of, I don't know, where they, like, either, like, tase them or something. And then if they get back up, then that's when they shoot them or something. Like, it should be a, some a type procedure. of... procedure. Yeah, some type I of believe, procedure. I believe there is, Devin. They just go... I, I really do believe that these officers, they are not trained to shoot first. Because they don't shoot white people first. Exactly. No. They don't. You they know don't. what I mean? They, they do they not... Let a, they let a freaking white man um, attack every... Uh-huh. And, and, hey man, you know that you know that motherfucker. I mean that that guy who was setting off them bombs in Austin. Yes. Best believe they were gonna try to arrest him and put handcuffs on him, but he blew his own damn self up. 
stupid. He blew his own damn self up. And best believe, he wouldn't have had no marks on him. He probably would have had some some bruises around where the wrist cuffs were. But they would have dragged his ass into the prison cell and brought him before justice. Which leads to question, why, why are these officers afraid of black young yes. men when they are out in the field because they think that they're all all black men are drug addicted like that like they're on crystal and meth violent. or something like that and they're, or they're violent or there's some pimp or something or there's some homeless person mm-hmm. i i think that that mu- that, that it's like their, I can't their defense think of, right. is up 10 times higher than when dealing with somebody white and it just any doesn't make race. any sense because they don't really have a reason to be afraid other than the narratives that they've created in their own brains exactly. about right. their experiences exactly. with young black men. And that goes back to our conversation about the media. Yes. How the media frames our young black men is violent and they are aggressive mm-hmm. and you need to be protect yourself against them so if that's ingrained in your head as an officer you're going to be operating from a place of fear rather than to protect and serve yeah i mean and i'm not going to give any media any credit but i mean i i want to say that some things might be changing but it's too late for the people who are already grown for the people who are already grown and who are in the force already it's too late maybe it's having a difference on somebody who's 15 or 14 year old now and maybe there is some kind of shed of hope later on but hopefully those minds don't get corrupted you guys seen Perhaps. American History X where it was that young man. Yeah. Who, right. Un- until it was until the death of his father, he completely turned and changed and became uh, a neo-Nazi. Right. And and for white people, that's the thing that we have to watch out for is because they are more likely to, to be a domestic terrorist than mm. any other kind of person. It's very mm. true. More than likely, they're the ones who get those guns and shoot exactly. up places and get their cars and run through barricades. Oops. I was telling you guys about that um, kid that they um, that they found. He had like a bunch of a bunch of guns. It was like where was that? He had Whittier? Rifles and Whittier, yeah. He had. They went to his home and I guess they got a tip because um, I guess he was going around to a couple of people saying that he was going to come back and shoot up the school. And they went to his house and found like rifles. So he was and really guns. planning to. He was planning it. <laughs> That's oh my and god! A seventeen-year-old. Like, yeah. why do you have this many guns? Like that, and that's scary. It like, doesn't even matter if, if he. I mean, he couldn't have bought all of them. There was some of his. He had an older brother, and yeah, he had access to them. Yeah. Right, right. Well, you all, we can continue this conversation for as long as as yeah. possible, and I think we should continue to talk about the. Um, differences in the in the i would say the violence against our black community from the police force and those that are supposed to protect us and mm-hmm. in comparison to how they treat white people who are right. mass murderers and terrorists so absolutely yeah, we'll continue this conversation but i just think that we can go on and on about it um we're gonna switch uh, gears and talk about uh flipping property in real estate so what is this about? You all wanted to talk about real estate flipping property. Um, I feel like it's a good, uh, it's a good opportunity for people to get into because it's so easy. Like, I don't want to say it's so easy, but you have to have like that mindset, like that go getter mindset to close deals and um, find the properties. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It's um, I I I was um telling you guys about this video that I saw on um real estate with on um what is it um the Breakfast Club with um Charlemagne. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, get your energy up, Jesus! <laughs> oh my God. I, feel like I sound like my sound like I'm just you're slowly fading. <laughs> Jesus. No, uh, okay. The, the breakfast. <laughs> oh, the breakfast is gonna Sorry, Shut man. <laughs> no, okay, so it was this guy. Um he was talking about real estate and um finding the right properties to uh-huh. flip. Like 
Yes, he was saying um, he is into like Section Eight because that's just that's government money. money. Yeah, that's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Money. Yeah. And and then and they, and Section Eight needs a lot of um you know they need a lot of uh, land, uh property owners or landlords to participate in the program because yeah. a lot of landlords are just like no I don't want Section Eight yeah. you know the people are nasty and mm-hmm. you know they beat up the place and stuff like that I mean but when it's I, guaranteed money right yeah but you got to think like that but the the advantage for a landlord is if you know they're in a uh, you know in a podunk area mm-hmm. and they know that they could get sure enough money for it you know if you live in a place where you could get more for the money right. you know section 8 is going to come in and if they're like you know this place isn't worth 1750 it's only worth 1450 mm-hmm. you know they're going to be like we're going to pay you 1450 uh, yeah. or on the other hand if your place is really only worth 1200 and you say uh i'm going to take 1400 section 8 might be like okay mm-hmm. you know this person makes enough money to cover this this cost this additional mm-hmm. cost so okay, we'll let that rock, but they might not, you know. Right, so that, that's why land, some landlords don't want it, and because Section Eight, you know, they do inspections in the house. Well, I was just so it can't saying, be a slum you know, it's a it's a, a big market to um, be a part of. I mean, it's easy to get in. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy who was saying like you really don't need any money to, to start, like you have investors, and all you doing is just like signing papers mm-hmm. and showing up mm-hmm. and making sure like people are on their shit cool so you recommending it to people yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think home ownership or just i think in it's general great for the black community yeah. to learn about investments yeah and that's what he was it saying is. like he was saying yeah. like i want to put this out there because he was putting like he was he shared a website like a couple of websites where you could find the different properties that yeah. are like uh, well yeah let's hope that they're reputable <laughs> that and like people they're, they're, like either own and they it's vacant or like people um um have have tenants that they want to get out or mm-hmm. they messed up the place or like see that's the problem that's the only problem with homo i mean with like owning property and stuff like that is that you have to yeah you gotta yeah turn over the evictions yeah. yeah you gotta make sure you got somebody in there that's paying the market exactly. rate right right great so in other news toys r us is closing yeah. they are in the nationwide yeah. Worldwide. Worldwide. Toys R Us is going out of business. It's been in for 70 years. Huh? 70 years. You know, the, huh? owner, Don't the, you know? Owner, the owner was 90-something, and he died last week. <gasps> wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, with, with the news and everything like that, I think it was just too much for his heart. Oh. Yeah, this past week he died. Poor Damn. guy. Well, he is, Toys R Us has brought joy to the many, many lives of children. Uh, yes. And now Walmart, the big business butcher. Business. Big business. Well, I thought butcher. wasn't weren't they going on like liquidation sale? Like yeah. having like so big Wal- sales. So Walmart has liquidated all of Toys R Us. So all of the merchandise and inventory is going into Walmart. So they're really not in any sales. Like everybody's like yeah. these major closing out sales and people have gone to Toys R Us, which my friend actually didn't go. She was like, <laughs> oh my, my friend is having a baby. I thought I would just go to Toys R Us because they're having sales, girl. She hit me up later and was like, Daisy, it was not any sales. <laughs> you know, I heard that. I heard that as well from somebody else. Like, it wasn't, like, the stuff wasn't even on sale. Daisy, it was not it any was sales. Not any sales. I was actually right. really upset. I mean, I know. They, they talked about Toys R Us. That was like a big media publicity stunt. Yeah. For real. Because they had it on. Every, everybody was talking about, oh, Toys mm-hmm. R Us is closing. They're going to liquidate. So everybody rushes, Lies. but then when they get there, they realize there's no sales, but then they're already there. So they're like, let me just uh, buy something just anyway. Something. <laughs> that, that was, was a, a good marketing scheme. Yeah. So definitely yeah. a good marketing scheme. Like that's For how sure. you get people out. So wow. Walmart bought the rest of the stuff. So uh, you can buy all the toys from Walmart. Yes. Coming yes, up. Yes, definitely. Well, Darren, we have some information about politics. Um, yeah, what's happening in our Congress? And so, Congress this past week they passed a 1.3 trillion dollar budget for this upcoming year. That, again, that's right, 1.3 trillion dollars, and it is the second highest uh, budget since we were in the the grips of the recession. And you know, Barack Obama had to come in and bring in the stimulus uh. to help us get out of it mm-hmm. so we don't we're not in a recession anymore 
but they still passed this huge bill, most of it going to military uh, funding and the other half to funding it's, domestic programs. We're going to war. Right. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, none of it. I mean, Republicans control. The whole eight years Obama was in office, they didn't even want to fund jobs programs right. because they were saying that it was too much of a deficit. Now they pass a $1.3 trillion bill and nobody even says anything about it. Devin, they, what is they, the problem? They, they, they finished printing it out that morning. So no, <laughs> so no, no congressperson actually had a, a legitimate chance to read through, through the bill because it was over 2,000 pages long. So nobody even read the bill. They just voted on it. And nobody is even making a ruckus about the, the, these Republicans who made this big deal for eight years. They passed it without without no avail. Why the heck did I see like this little uh, clip of like all the news stations talking about just downing Obama and, you know, what he was trying to do for like everything for like, you know, jobs and trying to create more jobs and trying to um, have uh, better health care and stuff like that. Right. And, you know, um, meeting with um, the other uh, countries and, like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to, like, come together yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, people were making fun of Obama. And, yeah, they were making Earth. fun of him. And then when they show trump trying to do the same thing doing the same thing they up at him like yes oh right, yeah God. that that was he's probably a, he's great for this like was that was that amazing i think like, that was probably on was that on john with john oliver or was that with it vice was john oliver yeah and, yes. and they had put spice together all those and it was from fox news right yes. wow don't ever don't ever trust anything if you ever hear somebody say that they watch fox news like and that's where they get their legitimate news like they don't just watch fox that's news just to legitimate. laugh no, you, they're not it's to be not trusted. They, they are not to be trusted because they're an idiot. Mm-hmm. They're a complete they're idiot idiots. because if they cannot tell that that is not real news and they are an idiot, they, they are one of those class of people who, who care and get riled up about something and start mm-hmm. flipping off and saying like, oh my God, Obama with the Iran deal. You don't mm-hmm. know what the hell is in the Iran deal. You don't even know what the fuck you talking about. Exactly. Right. Sit your ass down and shut up. It was Why don't you go knit an Afghan or something and be productive? It was ridiculous. I mean, I think a lot of our, our um, <laughs> consumers, <laughs> a lot of our consumers are not educated on right. how you learn about information. You can't just take info from one media source. source. At all. At all. But the thing is, is that That's people, be, because... That's the definition so of research and critical because, thinking. Because yes. of those same people... Those same people, maybe they used to read the newspaper 10, 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. They don't read the damn newspaper. They never have read the damn newspaper. They get all their information from Facebook. And because mm-hmm. they're too stupid to know the difference between a fake news site and a real news site. Now, yeah. I remember when the election happened and all those fake-ass news sites yeah. came up. And you could tell. They looked like a damn blog. Like somebody right. just made it. Like some kid in fifth period made the shit in right. fourth grade. You know, you could tell it wasn't real news. Mm-hmm. It had Russian writing in it and mm-hmm. shit. And these people over here saying, oh, Russian yeah. trolls. Oh, Hillary Clinton, I think she's going to die. I think she has an STD or something. Right. <laughs> where, where, excuse me, sir. Where'd you get that information from? I got it off of Facebook. Wow. Right off of Facebook. It's right there. Nobody's <laughs> talking about it because mainstream media ain't shit. But I saw That's it. Ridiculous. I read it. You know, and you got these you got these idiots out here. I don't care. Shit, I'll say it. They're they they're a bunch idiots. of idiots. They are they idiots. Are. Yeah, they're uneducated you know, um, idiots. Um, and, and, it, and it's a shame that they got duped into believing that Trump is actually representing them. Yeah. Because he doesn't give a damn he about them. Or oh, they stupid ass. Uh, right. Oh, poor people. Poor mentally. No, I don't, poor I, I, don't I don't even have any sympathy for him anymore. I don't, even have, get I there never I don't either. I hope you die and burn in I, I just hope North Korea. I just hope North Korea. I hope you die. I just hope North Korea. Burn in hell. <laughs> yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. That's the correct line. Okay, <laughs> that is the correct line. There you okay, go. Sorry. There you go. Yes, there they you deserve Samuel to die. And I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, they deserve to die. 
Nah. <laughs> yes, yes, they, they deserve, deserve to die. die. Now, 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 they burn in the name. That's like one of my favorite lines of all time from Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> it's so good. And that was what Matthew McConaughey did not want him to say. Like, what are you saying? Don't say that. No! Samuel L. Jackson, no! Oh, Lord. All the dramatics we have to throw in all the dramatics. Sorry. So switching, um, switching topics. Still in politics. Trump and Stormy Daniels interview. She, Stormy Daniels has an interview. She, she on did an interview 60 minutes. on sixty she minutes did. tonight. She's burnt. And she, she has a really good. Attention. She has a, a what? She needed attention. For what? Girl, she getting this money. Hey, I'm with Stormy Daniels. Let her get Daniels. the money. I'm with Stormy You're Daniels. With Stormy Dan- I don't know the whole story, so let me just be going. So look. Trump had an affair with Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Daniels. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. She was going to go tell her story. Michael Cohen, Trump's personal attorney, right. used his Trump tr- Trump campaign email address uh-huh. to create a shell company to excuse me, to funnel $130,000 to give her as hush money to shut up. Okay. Right. And she's saying, "Well, Donald Trump's name isn't even on this non-disclosure agreement." <laughs> so, so I can still talk about this. What do I need to follow this for? Yes, I can go talk to it and make some more money. Okay, well, you know, Stormy Hell Daniel, yeah. that bitch is smartest. Smart. Any smart. any girl that would sit up there and sell a pussy on for for a price on camera has to be a smart business acumen. Yeah. If you're gonna be doing that, you better be smart about you it. You gotta be smart. You better be smart about it if you're gonna get into all that. For real. You know, and she took that hundred and thirty thousand dollars, and still talking about it. <laughs> and now she's gonna get paid talking in sixty minutes. I'm sure CBS gave her a check, and I'm sure sure she's gonna get a check from these other places that she's going to. I and don't go blame ahead. her. She could go ahead and get her money because you know uh, Trump probably didn't pay her enough in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he didn't. I'm absolutely sure he didn't, and I'm sure he was a. He deserved everything that she's talking about, <laughs> and I don't really care about him and how it's impacting his life. She got a story to tell. That's let her, good. let her let tell it, let her, her tell story. It. Let she her like, tell it. This motherfucker is, is a president, right? No, Go ahead. States. I mean, all yeah, I want to watch it and watch all them people and, 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 and listen. He got a tiny dick. <laughs> listen to the people who who, who want to bring up Clinton. <laughs> listen to the people who want to bring up and say like, "Well, Bill Clinton did it too." Yeah, well, Trump. Did it now. Trump did it with a nasty-ass porn yes. star. Well, I don't know if she's that nasty. She's probably pretty clean. I don't know. We don't know about these porn stars, Darren. But yeah, I don't know. But but we have no he idea. actually, it was another girl who was on TV saying that Trump, like she was in love with Trump. And Trump was in love with her. The same age as his daughter. Huh? The girl was the same age as his daughter. Huh? I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> but, but I think she was... You know, a little bit older white woman. This is gross. I cannot believe it. But anyway, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for Trump. I'm sure none of these evangelicals who support Trump will even mention any of this. Right. (laughs) You know, it's not to be mentioned. And um, Darren, you were mentioning something about Facebook and, you know, all of this. Yeah, Cambridge Analytica. So if you guys uh, heard that Trump, the Trump campaign paid Cambridge Analytica which was a research firm that basically, so if, if I get information, so say for instance, I tap in with Devin, mm-hmm. and because Devin is friends with you, Daisy, I get all of your information, as well as Devin's. Just because we're friends. Yeah. What the fudge? So all you have to do is just get a few people, and you can yield a good amount of the American public. So Cambridge Analytica basically used this data to find each and every person's own and to manip- I mean cuz you go off of what people like what they research you know facebook mobile even tracks your phone converse i mean your 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 phone history your call history wow that's scary oh you didn't know that oh my god so if you have facebook mobile know that it's tracking everything that's why it has access to your photos it's seeing where you go where you take pictures like oh daisy you've been to hawaii twice last year 
oh, that's perfect. Now we're going to start marketing Hawaii shit to you. Or we know that we know that this demographic of African American women likes to go on trips. So now we have research data. Right. So the thing is, is that none of us know this stuff, right? And how come none of us are getting paid for this? Exactly. For this data and information that we're given right. to Facebook for free. So, um, you know, long story short. <laughs> hmm. uh, um, yeah, so Cambridge Analytica, they took a bunch of data. And apparently now it's against the Facebook user agreement. So that's why they got kicked off of Facebook. But, um, mm. you know, just know that, that that's what Facebook is about. They're about making us a slave to this to, to their program and to their platform. Yeah. And uh-huh. they sell all of our information to other people. Right. I premium. have to uh, delete my right. Facebook. Yeah, there's a whole delete deleted. Facebook movement going on right now. Yeah. So uh-huh. some people say delete uh-huh. it all together. And some people say, well, you shouldn't delete it all together. Maybe take it off of your phone. But um, just don't post anymore. And even I was, not realistic I was well, to yeah, it and completely. I was reading some um, employees, former employees of Facebook, are actually with this movement <laughs> and um, advertising like what? Facebook and social media is not a healthy no, it's not um, practice, and, it's and not. They, re- they actually regret uh, creating such a like program or such a social media conglomerate people are addicted to it now yeah because it's it's the first thing that you do when you wake up in the morning so now we're not developing healthy coping skills at all we're just kind of going into just soothing ourselves with a litany of information that's making us even more depressed because we're seeing how cool other people live and how miserable our lives is because we don't have all that stuff and shit that they have right Mm, that's deep dear and that's deep deep. it goes into our next topic which is the question about mental health right um and i i do think that like obviously everybody um and it's funny because i like heard about this i didn't hear about this story my friend actually texted me Mm -hmm. um this information on friday but basically ucla um, was sued uh, by a student who was harmed in her lab of about nine years ago. A student came up behind her and stabbed her in the like neck and um, throat. And so she sued the university. It went to the state, and then it's gotten up all the way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has ruled in her favor and said that schools should be liable or higher ed institutions are, are now liable for the safety of their students. Um, and the question is, should schools be liable for um, the safety of students? And uh, how can mental health be more integrated in, into our schools and into our society right. in a healthy way that protects those who are mentally ill, but also but also protects those who may be harmed by these people as well? So it's a very uh, that's very debatable because I feel like. Um, schools as far as like elementary schools and high schools like I feel like they should really like they are responsible for their students because they're minors Uh and they're out of their parents you know supervision so K through 12 K through 12 I feel like that should definitely be yes they should be schools should be responsible for student safety now, colleges... 18 and over. 18 and over. You're an adult. Um, you have freedom. Um, now, I would say there should absolutely be security mm-hmm. at these schools. No, you know, yeah. no doubt about it. Now, with certain situations, it, it's just it's just very broad. It's like... It's, well, it's how... Well, yeah, how can an institution yes. ensure... The safety in a public space, yes. right? Because these are public, public institutions. Place, yes. How can you ensure? And I think that is the the key word here mm-hmm. to ensure the safety. Otherwise, you're liable if a student is harmed. Right. 
And the it's basically putting the blame on right. the school right. for the actions of another human being. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, another well, adult. well, that would entail that 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 in order for the for a university or for um, a, a higher education institution in order to meet that, you would have to have the students go through rigorous assessments. Every yes. single Almost, one of them, not, and and not just once. Every you're, they're going to have to go through it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably right. even quarterly. Yeah. That you're going to have to go through routine check-ins with mm-hmm. a counselor or some kind of mental health professional mm-hmm. in order to check where you are and engage how you're feeling, exactly. what's your perception of reality, and what is your susceptibility uh, of committing you know, self-harm or harm to someone else. Now, to do all of that, that requires more jobs for... More jobs are more technology to develop these programs. I mean, right, because you can easily do that with a a questionnaire and make people do it. Yeah, and it's like a requirement. I know for like you can't register for classes until you take this. I definitely am not like I feel like that would be a great idea and opportunity for like all these mental health practitioners. But the thing is, is that but the thing is that that. Like while that is good, like in a research study, I mean, if you're actually trying to go off of like outcomes and have a legitimate study, yeah, you know those 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 tools and instruments online. I mean, how effective is that? When are they completing it? What setting are they in? Are they are they over here at a bar? Right? Yeah, it's not a controlled study. You'd you'd want them to be in a. I mean, ideally, you'd want them to be in a controlled controlled setting so that you can get the most accurate information. Because everything is baseline and everyone starts and is in the same type of environment. um, While I'd like to do, I'd like to do analytical research. I'd probably like to do that. Very good at that. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Documentary. A documentary. Mm, you can set it up like appointments. Students uh, have appointments. They can come in over the span of like two or to three. Well, weeks I mean, but I mean, in, in this whole conversation, I mean, I think it is worthy because when I was at NYU, you know, they only gave you. I mean, they invested. You know, they had to invest into a student health center that offered, you know, free counseling because you know we we had a crisis. You know, we had. You know, yeah, they used the to call suicides. it. We had suicide. Yeah. yeah. So they, but they only offered eight sessions, and that's. I mean, that's, see, the, that's the same the at UCLA. Thing. They it's offer eight limited. sessions. Yeah, it's that's limited. The only thing, like, yeah, the because it, it, co- it costs but... money. Oh, mental health is very expensive. expensive. Yeah. Which is why mental health practitioners like me aren't paid very much because it's like, oh, well, you know. Right. We got to stretch all these funds. Mm-hmm. You know they That's don't they don't treat it they don't treat mental health like they do with healthcare. Healthcare mm-hmm. gets a lot of money, yeah, a lot of do. wasted money because they buy bandages and bullshit and stuff like that right. that they don't even need. They end up throwing away. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> I, I digress. I mean, I, I well, mental health and healthcare to me should be on in the same uh, same category. You know, our brain category. You mean? Yeah, our brains, our brains are part of our health. They really are. The way that our brains function chemically and everything is a, oh, is yeah, a connection to our health. I so mean, I psychosomatic see, I it's, symptoms it's are real. Mental health for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's a part of the health industry. Right. So I don't understand why it's separate, but that's definitely something for a deeper. I was saying. Well, it's, it's because it's yeah. I mean, it's because <laughs> they they treat mental health with the same outcomes as as they want for healthcare. They want to say well. Just as much as, you know, oh, it takes six months for you to heal from that broken arm. Oh, it should take six weeks for you to heal from this depression, motherfucker. Right. So get over it in six weeks. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not going to happen, what though. what they're saying when they give you that everyone is different. Yeah, so Go ahead and fix 36 fucked up years of your life in six weeks of sessions. <laughs> yeah. With this random ass person you never met before. That's so sad. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Go ahead, share all of your hearts, hearts ideation. Share your deepest, darkest secrets with this motherfucker you just met. (laughs) Right now, start. And the funny part is, is I mean, I've of course been from personal experience to a therapist. Um, I've had two in my lifetime, and you really don't get to know your therapist. I would say until about the fourth or fifth session. Like after that, then I spent it about five or six hours with them that's when you really feel comfortable yeah. otherwise they're just talking about your day like 
how is everything going? I'm feeling really good. Maybe the first two, you're crying the whole time. So it's really just a purging of the, of what's happening with you. Right. And you're you not really doing the work. Right. right. And from my experience, I mean, after the first two times, especially if you cry, oh, maybe they might not even show up because they've gotten that initial release of crying. So it's like they, they feel better. Right. So... It's like okay, well, half the work is done. I'm not even half the work is done. We not just we just combed over just a little bit. Right. Ayanla needs to um <laughs> open up a uh I don't know a pra- do she <laughs> a care facility? Yeah, I'm something like that. that no, care. we do. Forget Ayanla. <laughs> we could do that. <laughs> Fix my life, girl. Right. Okay, you all. So, um, ending on a last note, we're going to end it up today uh, with anything that you all have planned for the next week for the rest of March because we're going to be leading into April. Happy happy springtime. April happy showers bring May flowers. Indeed. So, we're coming up. Uh, we just finalized the stormy season in california we had a bit of rain had a lot of rain and stuff but i am heading to dinah shore for my spring vacation over the weekend dinah is a really great experience dinah and crave i'm gonna be in palm springs living it up okay i'm well, basically gonna be walking around naked i'm not gonna have any clothes on you wait you gonna be walking around naked i'm kidding i'm obviously exaggerating but it's your life gonna be half naked in my bikini and well, my ass and is gonna be out i'm gonna be shaking it I just hope that I survive, you guys, because... Yeah, you're going to. It's going to be hot out there, too, yes. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. The weather is going to be beautiful. I can't wait. So what do you all have planned for the rest Man, of I'm March? Man, I'm so mad because next weekend I was... Su- well, I'm not so mad, but um, next weekend I was supposed to go to Vegas, but I'm not going anymore. I'm going to go on the 13th instead. Okay, great. But next weekend is Easter. Oh, yes. April 1st. Mm-hmm. Is Easter and also April Fools. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to Easter. Yeah, what um, are we doing for Easter? Anthony, um, I usually uh, I've been going to uh, his church. They always have um, service on the beach. Okay, great. And he dances. That's awesome. So he's gonna dance again this year. So I'm gonna go and support him with that. Wonderful. But other than that, oh. Oh, but that's April, though. I don't have anything really planned for the rest Ooh. of the month. Like okay. That. Well, we're three months into the new year. That's three months in. Kind of crazy. Three months down, y'all. Darren, what Damn. about you? Oh, well, I don't have really much planned this upcoming weekend. Um, just going to be doing an event for work. Um, maybe just playing some tunes, you know? Catching yeah. up on some uh, vinyl and some new music and... You know, um, cool. yeah, yeah. Great. We're doing some of that. Awesome. Cool. Well, I always hey. enjoy my family hey. time on hey. Oliver Happy Hour. Hey. It's been a wonderful hey. Sunday in hey. South Central hey. on the east side of Los Angeles. East side, east side. On the east side, the side. side of side. South Central. I don't know. <laughs> it's the east side, the side. Okay. On the, the east, east side, side the, the side. side. In South Central California. Thank you all. We're going to end it off with our favorite scripture song. Oh, Proverbs. No, I'm not about to play with you, Daisy. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And it goes. Trust Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy path. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Have a great week, y'all. Peace. Love and blessings. Peace, love, and soul. So precious is yours, is mine. Only one at a time. So precious is yours, is mine, only one at a time.